I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Julia Harvey. So the passage today is... Um, 2 Peter, chapter 1, short passage, starting at verse 12, 12 to 15. So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. I think it's right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. Because I know I will soon put it aside, as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. So I wonder what Peter meant by these things, which he he keeps saying. He says it twice in this short passage. It seems important. He says it in verse 12 and 15. I'll remind you of these things. And then he uses a word remind or something like it three times in this passage. So I think that's really the, uh, what this passage is about. It's an important something he wants to remind us. So verse 12, he says, I will always remind you of these things. In verse 13, he says, I want to refresh your memory. So that's something we already knew. And verse 15, it's almost like a dying prayer. I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. It's quite a a kind of almost an agonizing cry. So I wonder what these things are and who is he writing to? It says um, in verse 12 that they are firmly established in the truth. So they're, they're not new Christians. In some ways, they're like some of us. They're established Christians and they're So we can really read this um, in a very personal way. But there's a couple of clues. Um, There's the therefore in verse 10 and the so in verse 12. And we all know the handy hint when it says therefore. I can see Sally agreeing with this. We need to see what it's there for. But the so in verse 12 really made me smile. It's such a 21st century way to start a sentence. I find people starting a sentence with so. And um, so when I found this, it's quite a difficult way to start reading if you haven't read the bit before. And then I found in another translation that it's translated as another therefore. So there's really uh, an extra therefore. And I think that some of the things that Peter is referring to is that wonderful list earlier in the chapter from between verses 5 and 7 the stuff that Christians including established Christians should add to their faith that wonderful list and that's things that that we should do the things we should add goodness, knowledge, self-control perseverance, godliness brotherly love and all of those lovely things and those might be the things that Peter is urging us to remember Last Thursday, Ben spoke really helpfully on this passage, and it's worth listening to again, because there's just a lot of meat in there. 
But I had another thought about what the, these things could be. And in verse 12, it refers to something even more wonderful. And Joe brought this out on Friday. It's the rich welcome. A rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. And we've had a couple of um, echoes of that in some of the prayers just now. The amazing love of God. And something Celia said, which I'm afraid I've already forgotten, but it was really helpful two minutes ago when you said it. But it reminds us again of how much God loves us. And if we have any sort of unhelpful memories of tricky days at school and teachers, and if we think that list of things we have to add is a stern teacher, which it's not, but if that kind of resonates with us, then here is the rich welcome. It's a wide open welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Saviour. It's a gift. We don't have to do anything for that. It's a welcome. If you come to somebody's house, you might have to bring a box of chocolates, but you're welcomed. But when we have this rich welcome, we don't have to bring anything at all. It's an embrace. It's a loving welcome. And I, it was even cheesy enough to say maybe almost like a hug because we've been pretty short of hugs for the last couple of years. So remember these things, Peter says, both the things to do to add to our faith and the thing that we've been given, the thing that we'll receive, a rich welcome. Peter stressed both these things and said, remember them, and we should remember them too. So let me finish with a prayer. Oh Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for the truth of your gospel. And we pray that whether we're established Christians, perhaps a bit um, dusty around the edges, or new and excited Christians, that we will remember these words with the same urgency that Peter puts in this letter. We'll remember what you've asked us to do and what you have given us. And we pray that you will keep us all this day with whatever comes um, whatever we have uh, in our walk with you today. And I pray this in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. This morning we began by reading from Psalm 130 and thanking God for his great mercy and unfailing love. We then looked at 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 12 to 15 which Jules spoke on and spent some time praying into that passage. We also prayed for Alpha and that people would come along, would be open to the gospel and come to know the good news of Jesus Christ. Then we prayed for the next few days as people slowly return to work and the restrictions are eased. And God would protect us from the virus and that we would also use wisdom in the kinds of activities we engage in. And so we commit all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>